At the Core is with thanks to CompuB in the community. See CompuB.com to learn more. Hi there, and welcome back to At The Core, the podcast series on how iOS is changing our lives. In a previous episode, we looked at the iPhone and the decade of advances since. But has Apple been able to recreate that wow moment? And is it the Apple Watch? And we welcome back to the studio our At The Core panel consisting of Jess Kelly, News Talks tech correspondent, DC Catalan, uh, Apple Nut and CEO of Republic of Work in Cork and Jura Manley uh, from CompuB. You're all very welcome. Thanks Thank for coming back, much. guys. Thanks, Sean. Um, this week, we're going to pick up on uh, something that Jura ended the last time we had a chat about, which is the Apple Watch. Um DC, we'll go to you as the person who has more Apple products than anybody else in the room. In fact, more than, <laughs> than the a rest of us. Story, yeah. at, at this moment, right now. <laughs> yeah. You were an early advocate for the watch, weren't yeah. you? Like, the watch is the one device that I won't leave home without in the morning. Uh, and that's a big statement, but it's the only one that if I leave my phone at home, I'll get over it. Um, but the watch, the watch, I, I've, I've owned all three, the Series 1, the Series 2, and the Series 3. Um I currently have a series three and a two. For some reason, I can't. Oh, well, I can't not, part I can, with the I, other one. I can vouch not on each wrist, on each which, wrist which would be alarming. Um, look, I mean, the funny thing was, I I was never a watch wearer. So I mean, yeah, for me, buying the watch was I bought it because Tim came on stage and told me to buy it, um, <laughs> like he does, like he does a couple of times a year, much to the dismay of my bank account. But it was when I got it into my hand. First of all, I realized, hey, it's actually handy having the time on your wrist, you know, all day. But it was small things like, I mean, for me, the reason it's in this, it's the calendar. It's the fact that, you know, at a certain time today, you know, it will this is going to vibrate on my wrist and it's going to tell me, you know, you have to leave this studio it, now it, it tells because you, you have another appointment. It tells you where to stand. Yeah. 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 And that 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 is the most useful thing. Never mind telling the time for you. Is yeah, it? Okay. Absolutely. Jess, when this came out, um, people really were between two minds on it. I mean, a watch is a very functional thing. It yeah. is something you hand down so your grandchildren can have it in the future. And it does pretty much bugger all except tell the time. The, this this pushed people's ideas of the watch a little far. Yeah, well, the thing is, you know, by the time it came around, we were quite familiar with fitness wearables. Like people knew the Garmin's, they knew the Fitbit's, that kind of stuff. But what this did was add that level of functionality and it added a level of productivity to something that was sitting on your wrist. And as DC says, you know, like people don't leave the house without the, without the watch. It's something that they feel naked without. And so they, if it can do that a little bit more for them, then run with it. I remember when it came out, I saw it and I was like, oh my God, it's beautiful. And then I saw the price tag and I was like, oh, right, okay. That's why it's beautiful. Maybe not. Um, <laughs> and, you know, I, I've had a lot of conversations with people over the years who've bought them and who love them and swear by them. And then I've spoke to people who kind of have them because their partner bought it for Christmas. And sure, isn't it a nice thing to have? Yeah. But I, I've never gone down the smart, the smart watch route purely because and this is very millennial of me but I can't have another bloody charger in my life I'm so <laughs> sick of all the chargers that is the worst reason anyone has ever given for not getting technology well, I'm that, surprised I can't afford that, it I mean you know <laughs> pick one but they are the big issues for me is that you know I, I review all these devices all the time but if it doesn't have 
either a standard USB charger or a USB-C charger or a standard iPhone charger get out of my house and get away from me. I don't need anything else. And Ger, when the watch came out, it was somewhat revolutionary in how it charged because you don't have a little fumbly thing that you can plug in. Yeah, you had wireless magnetic charging yeah. Yeah, on a base. Yeah, so that that in its own way caused people to go, oh, that that's new. Yeah, it, I suppose it's down to hygiene as well. It's mm. it's a non-contact, chargeable way. You don't have a USB port. It's not going to fill up with gunk. And, well, you'd have fellas you know, falling asleep with them plugged in absolutely. and that's not a good thing. <laughs> I'm guessing, yeah, it wouldn't be good. Yeah, uh, I suppose the watch when it was launched initially, it was just similar to the phone. A lot of people don't realise when the iPhone was launched, you couldn't get apps. And that it was the it was driven the app it was driven by the market and by customers wanting different apps and so then Apple opened up the market and opened up to put apps and it was the apps then that created the ecosystem in a way that people bought bought a phone and they they wanted a certain app on it in a way the watches developed the same way when it came out first as 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 DC was saying it was timekeeping device if you didn't have a watch for a long time you bought one and it was it was a piece of fashion. But then it's it's moved on and moved on. I was just checking my phone just now and the Close the Rings app, which is the one that's linked to the sport. My first record was the 21st of May, 2015. So I've been wearing a watch every day since and, then. And how far did you get that to? Uh, well, uh, actually, yeah, I, I did close the circles, which was <laughs> which great. But uh, I, I would say that I've used it more recently. Uh, I'm on, on a fitness uh, program at the moment. And I've lost a stone since the first of January. Wow! And it is it is a great way to monitor that, yeah. keep an eye on it. And uh, you know, as you say, I know we joke about it. it tells you to get up, it tells you to breathe, <laughs> yeah. it tells you these different yeah, things. Yeah. But you know, it is it is almost this little thing in your head, this little companion, just giving you a little nudge, a little reminder. And for me, the biggest thing of all, of course, is the notifications, especially in meetings. It's very disrespectful. Your yeah. phone is going, it's beeping, it's bouncing off the table, you know. And the watch just gives you a little gentle tap. Nobody can hear it, and you can glance at it if you want or don't. It's a very, it's a very discreet way to monitor uh, meetings. Just they could have said, "Let's not do the watch," mm. but they then said, "You know what? Maybe the watch is the future because they need, they need something else." So there's a guy called Kevin Lynch who they hired to to bring in to try and get this new product off the ground. Yeah, and it was a huge risk because, it, it, like Apple, their stock is so important. They have so much money invested. If it didn't work, if people didn't, you know, fork out the cash, the sizable amount of cash, at least at the beginning, to get these watches, then it would have, it, it could, could have caused serious damage. Yeah, and the other aspect of the gamble was that they weren't the first one out of the gates with this. Again, referring back to the iPhone, they were the first ones to do the smartphone thing. They they completely led the way in that regard for such a long time. There were other wearables on the market by the time Apple Watch came out. What Apple did was they made it something that you want to have on your wrist. Like I'm looking around at you, swanky is there now with your multiple devices on you and they look great they oh, look... I gotta say you've got about five devices on you as well they're I literally just, just I don't not, I have a choopy ring and a ring that cost me a tenner that's what I've got on but like they, they, they look like normal watches because up until that point the wearable game was ugly and they were clunky and you had to hit it in a special way to get it to work the Apple Watch was purely functional. It was designed for people who love the Apple ecosystem, who are very familiar with the gestures required. You know, the, the ability to be able to scribble on the screen and send a message away instantly. Like, they did it in the Apple way. They weren't catching up to where other people were in the wearable game. They were going down their own little path. And that's where they've continued to go. I think the pickup hasn't been as 
um, dramatic, I suppose, particularly here in Ireland, as some people would have assumed it to be, because, you know, for such a long time, and still today, there's people like DC, if it has an Apple logo on it, they're going to buy it, even if it's just a bag of apples. That That's just the way certain he's, people he's, are. He's done that. He's done that. He's done that. Whatever. Yeah. Um, no, but I think, th- I, I just think that the price is still a, a barrier for some mm. people. I think that's the, the one consideration that some people would still have. Even if you wear it every day of the week and, you know, I can justify buying anything to myself. You know, when I bought my last phone, I broke it down. And even my glasses, if I treat myself to something, I take the price and I divide it by 365 and I work out how much value I have to get per day to, before I can justify it and sleep at night. And I think I still can't fully do that with the Apple Watch as much as I'd love to. I just can't. And as time goes on though, and Apple have done this, Ger, uh, I'll put this to you. Do you know, they, they change the phone and they brought out a new type of iPhone uh-huh. and that didn't necessarily sell as well as the other phones in the end so they dropped it. it that's a real conundrum for Apple isn't it do they do they continue at a high price high entry level or do they produce a lesser type of tech that mightn't necessarily be as good and compromise the standard well they'll never they'll never compromise the standard or what they will do is they will listen to the public and they will always deliver to the market and if the market demands it and if they think is enough of a, enough of a drive in it they will, they will go down that road, but certainly they'll never compromise on the ecosystem or on the, 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 you know, the experience for the customer, the end user, what that is like. And I think we haven't seen really what's to come in relation to the watch. Uh, Apple, they say, designs two years ahead mm-hmm. of everything that you're sitting using today. So right now they're working on something that's coming out in two years' time. And I suppose watch when it was launched, people, as you said, Jessica, kind of weren't exactly sure. You know, it's my is it my phone on my hand? And no, it's the companion and I have to have my phone with me. And then they've moved out to the stage where you can actually leave your phone at home. You can listen to music, Bluetooth headphones. Because the latest one, which is, what's the latest the series one? Three. Series, series three. Series three has SIM cards. You can actually have a SIM card. It, yeah, no, it's it's uh, presently only supported in the UK uh, yeah. because it's actually not a card as such. It's on the chipset and it, it has to be supported by the telcos. And currently, we don't have a telco. Yeah, we, we need the telcos to kind of speed up with the old. But sure, once they get the national broadband strategy sorted, I'm sure they'll, <laughs> they'll move now. any I'll second out. They'll move Hold on. Your breath there, <laughs> no, I, and and look, that's the way it's going. And and you hinted at this previously, Jared, that, that this is going to become the phone. And the you know, the, the thing I liked about this when I first got it, and I got a phone call, I answered it on my wrist going I wonder is this going to work and it did and, and my wife was talking through my phone my kids thought it was absolutely hilarious like a man from Knight Rider yeah That's pretty it, much yeah. Well, it, it's in, going back to your last analogy in the last <laughs> one of the Star Trek you know your yeah. hand, your hand. It, I, and, but you know they're, they're, they would have committed you for this 30 years ago but now do you see you can legitimately talk to your hand <laughs> <laughs> and I do frequently I think it's funny actually I remember um, I, I think the Apple Watch I probably didn't I didn't buy it probably the day it came out. I think it was a couple of weeks later. I think one of the problems with the Apple Watch is, you know, as Jessica said, if you get it as a present or something like that, you're there and you open it, you go, ooh, it's pretty. But you instantly find yourself kind of going, hmm, use cases. Mm. Like, what am, what am I actually going to use it for? What, I suppose, could, I, could I break it? Yeah, where, where <laughs> I was lucky was I, I actually bought mine in an Apple store when I was, when I was in Barcelona for a conference. And straight away, as soon as I connected it to my phone, it started doing things like, did you realize your flight is leaving in two hours and you're still in the middle of Barcelona? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> or like, you know, when I wanted to order an Uber or so. So straight away, I guess I, I kind of I get, became obsessed with the watch because straight away it started delivering me value. Whereas I have seen like I've, I have four brothers who are also Apple Nuts. I've seen some of them buy it. And, you know, it's kind of like they put it on their hand, but they kind of don't realize that, you know, just like, you know, they are, it is full of apps. So just like anything, you go in and you turn on and off settings and 
turn on and off notifications. But I mean, genuinely, especially I got the the series three that was a Christmas present, and like from, it, from yourself, probably. Um, no, actually, from my good fiance. I had, oh, that's okay. To be fair, I had just given her a ring, so therefore I reckon she probably <laughs> fair, thought the game trend. was up. Yeah. Um, that's a space that Apple would clearly get into at some point, like <laughs> engagement rings. Uh, the eye ring. The eye ring. Um, but it it I I find it actually genuinely a lot more useful. I find the the everything the speed of the my one problem maybe with the first edition of of the watch was yeah it was a bit slow so like when you went to do something the honest answer was it will be faster to just take it out of my take the phone out of my pocket and do it whereas with the series three i just find everything happens so much faster it's worth using and jess when you were at these fancy conferences Mm. that you're so prone to telling us about um i do travel a lot just in case you don't know were were these watches like are people viewing these as the future. This is how it's going to be. You know or what? It, could it still go a different direction? It totally depends on who you're talking to. Like you can talk to people who say, you know, I read an article last year that said the wearable is dead and gone and that's it, RIP the wearable. But then you can talk to people who are looking at advancements, whether it is in 5G to uh, connectivity or whether it is, you know, in, as we're talking about there, the smart rings, that sort of stuff. I interviewed MasterCard there a few weeks ago and they were telling me that that's where it's going in terms of payment technology. So I was actually mocking him about the smart ring. There could actually theoretically be a smart ring. Oh, they already exist. (laughs) They're there. So this is, okay, so I, I love the notion of the Apple Watch, but what I want is a chip in my skin so I never have to bring my debit card my access card my apartment keys any of that stuff with me I would 100% get a chip in my skin have a little bit of NFC technology going on and just forget everything else that's just such a millennial thing to say I don't want to carry stuff I just want a chip in my skin this like you may laugh at me now right but if you think about it look at where we've come in terms of banking alone in the last wee while you now have a card that you can use contactlessly you can just tap it and then it takes payment you don't even have to have your card on you you can Mm. have apple pay or google pay why like what well, this can this can pay for things which is the watch yeah, yeah. which like, i'm pointing at now which i realize nobody can see at home listen to it yeah, yeah. yeah. um no but that that's the way things are going now yeah i don't know the chip in the skin might be a bridge too far stretch for me, far, stretch yeah. for me but i think i think one of the things as well that we we should we should talk about if we're going to talk about the watch is which is being worked on in a big way in the states is the the medical side of things yeah you know monitoring your heart rates and you know defibrillation uh, levels and stuff and they're actually saying there's a program in the states right now that's delivering uh, potential to tell a certain percentage of the population that could have, mm. you know, a heart rhythm uh, yeah. offset. And they're monitoring that and they're actually able yeah. to say as part of a study that you have a, a 90% chance, in, you know, in the next 10, 20 years mm. that this is going to be an issue just by wearing a, a device. One of the big, uh, I remember one of the big kind of hype pre-announcements of the Series 3 watch was that, you know, it would, that it would literally, it would be, the watch would be able to tell you whether you had diabetes or not. Like it was that, and I mean, you know, when you look that that's that's a huge area. It hasn't hit Ireland massively mm. yet, mm. but in the US, you know, all of the insurance companies in the US now will will actually most of them will do things like you know sign up for our insurance company. We'll give you an Apple Watch. We'll give you a wearable. Kind of like the idea of you know putting the devices in cars. We'll give you the cheaper car insurance because we can track your data. So technology has reached the point whereby we could buy an extremely unhealthy meal by just using our watch, which will tell us our heart rate is accelerated and we need to look after ourselves more. Yeah, absolutely. Do another 200 <laughs> steps. Folks, it's been an absolute pleasure. We will uh, bring you in again for another chat on a future podcast. But for now, we thank the At The Core panel. Jess Kelly, News Talks tech correspondent, DC Catalan, uh, Apple Nut and Republic of Work CEO and Jerm Manley, Head of Retail, UK and Ireland of CompuB. Thank you all for joining thank us. You, thank you, Thank you.
And thanks to you again for listening. At the Core is brought to you by CompUB for all things Apple in Ireland and the United Kingdom. We'll catch you on the next one.